guys, welcome back to Let's Take a Vacation, a budget-friendly travel destination podcast. Everyone wants to take a vacation, but not everyone thinks they can afford it. That's where I come in. I'm going to be highlighting a different travel destination each episode. I will give you tips, tricks, and places to go if you're balling on a budget. So far, we have traveled to Colorado Springs and Waco, Texas. Both of those were fun. If you haven't listened to them, make sure to check them out after this episode. But anyways, I am super excited for today's episode because it's a fun one. We are traveling to Viva Las Vegas. So you know Vegas is going to be a fun time the moment you book your trip. I think one of my favorite parts about Vegas is that you can go with a different group each time and you know it's going to be fun. There are so many different things to do, so it'll be different each time you go, and it'll be different with each group that you go with. So, the tricky thing about Vegas is that it isn't super budget-friendly, but there are lots of different things you can do to save some dough out there. There are so many different things to do in Vegas, so it's awesome. I'm going to give you advice as to what I think you should do to help save some money out there. Also, this episode was a bit trickier than the others for another reason. There's so much to do, and everyone has different things that they like to do or places that they like to visit. So, if I missed a place that you were like, OMG, that was the best part about Vegas, then please feel free to reach out to me at let's take a vacation podcast at gmail.com so that I can check it out the next time I go back and so that I can let all of you guys know too getting there. So I had to fly to Vegas and I flew Southwest because I found a round trip flight for only $230. We left on Wednesday evening and got back Monday morning. I like Southwest because your first two bags fly free up to 50 pounds. My friend used the app Skyscanner Flights, Hotels, and Cars to find the best deal on her flight. If you're going to fly, try getting a friend to drop you off at the airport so you don't have to pay to park your car. But if you end up having to park, make sure to park in an economy because it's the cheapest per day. Once you get to Vegas, you can just Uber from the airport to where you are staying. The airport is really close to the Strip, so it shouldn't be too expensive. Also, you can try the app Lyft. Usually they are decently priced as well. There are lots of Ubers and Lyft drivers out in Vegas, so you won't have a difficulty finding one. I stayed away from taxis when we went out there because I felt as if they were more expensive. Places to stay. So my first piece of advice is to actually stay on the Strip. That way, you don't have to waste money Ubering down there if you're not close enough to walk. But honestly, each hotel and casino are very different, And they're all really fun. So it's not like you can really stay at a bad place on the Strip. The first time I went to Vegas, I stayed at Treasure Island. And I thought it was pretty good location. It was in July when I went, so it was super hot out. We went to the pool there a lot to cool off. It was fun because they had a DJ. The second time I went to Vegas, we stayed at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. It had a really cool vibe there and we really liked it. It had multiple pools, and they were beautiful. They also had a good and cheap pizza place on the inside, 
where you could get a huge slice for only five bucks. The only thing was it was off the strip, so we didn't want to walk to the strip to then have to walk around down there. So we had to Uber to the strip, which added some expense to our trip. There are different ways to find deals on hotels. Usually returning guests get good deals and better prices. Priceline had some good deals as well. I saw some hotels on there that were pretty decently priced. Googling cheapest places to stay on the Las Vegas Strip helped me. I pulled up hotels that were like 40 bucks a night. That's hard to beat. I talk about some cool hotels and casinos when I'm talking about the Strip, so any of those would be good to stay at if you can find a good deal. But also, be careful when booking because there could be a resort fee that you need to pay upon arrival. So just make sure, if there is one, that you can afford it. Food. Most hotel and casino restaurants seem to be overly priced, so be aware of that. They have restaurants and fast food places off the strip that are pretty decently priced. One night, we even stopped at Taco Bell for a snack. They have a bunch of fast food places that could be a cheaper option for you as well. I would recommend looking at the menu before you go anywhere because it could look like an average restaurant, but then it could be like 40 bucks a plate. The first time I went, I ate some really good food, but it was a little on the pricey side. I went to the Heart Attack Cafe. It was on Fremont Street, and it was hilarious. They make you wear a hospital gown, and the waitresses are nurses. They have huge, amazing hamburgers and delicious milkshakes. It was worth the experience. Another amazing restaurant I went to was Casa de Amor, an Italian-American restaurant. It was delicious. The food was so good. They even have complimentary transportation. You just have to give them a call, and they'll pick you up for your reservation. What I would suggest doing when you get to your hotel is to find a close convenience store. Go there and get a case of water, Gatorade, snacks, anything else you may want. Take it back to your room so that you can save some money. Water bottles in our hotel were like $5 a bottle. You can get a case for less than that at the convenience store. Drinking. So if you go to Vegas, you're most likely going to drink, and by all means, enjoy yourself. Just some tips. If you are gambling, a lot of the time, there are waitresses who come around to take your drink order. If you're actually gambling, then they'll give you the drinks for free. All you have to do is tip them. So if you are gambling quite a bit, then that is good for you. If you have to buy drinks, a lot of the time they are pretty expensive. I paid about six bucks a beer. If that's too much for you, then make sure to stop at Walgreens, CVS, or a convenience store along the strip to grab a drink for cheaper. Fat Tuesdays is a must when you go to Vegas if you like frozen drinks. They make the best ones. They have fun cups that you get to keep and reuse. And refills are cheaper. So the strip. Let's get to it. It's so fun. I don't even know where to begin because it's so big. There are so many different casinos and hotels just lining the street, and they are all huge. Each of them is so fun and different that you don't get tired of looking at them. If you are staying on the Strip, it would be really easy to explore. I would recommend wearing comfortable shoes because you do a lot of walking. In the five days that I was there, I walked over 30 miles. Places you have to stop and see on the Strip? All of them. 
Haha, just kidding. You probably would not be able to see them all in one weekend. I have been twice, and I don't even think I've seen half of them. But you should try to visit Caesar's Palace and the Bellagio. Those are more well-known ones from movies, but they are really pretty and really neat on the inside. Wynn, Venetian, MGM Grand, those ones are all pretty sweet too. The Stratosphere is pretty cool too. It's the one that has the really tall pointy tower. You can actually go up it and check out the view. You just have to purchase a ticket for about 20 bucks. You can also purchase tickets for their sky jump too. Those are kind of pricey at 119 per ticket, but it could also be well worth the money. The Cosmopolitan has a huge chandelier that is worth checking out. But also, New York, New York, it was pretty interesting. The Mirage, Treasure Island, the Hard Rock, Mandalay Bay, the Palms, Encore, Rio, they're all awesome. There is not a bad hotel or casino on the Strip. It's hard because I don't want to leave any of them out. They're all cool and different if you get the chance to visit them all. Just look up the Strip online and you will see how many casinos and hotels there actually are. Once you get there, you can decide which ones you want to go check out. The Fremont Street Experience is a must. You'll hear people refer to it as Downtown Vegas or Old Vegas. The casinos and hotels are a bit closer together than they are on the Strip, so you won't have to do as much walking. There are fun hotels and casinos on Fremont Street, too. And I even won some money on their slot machines the first time I went. You can even do the Slotzilla Zipline if you are feeling adventurous. The Zipline flies over Fremont Street. It's above all the actions, so you make sure to get the full experience. Tickets are as low as $25, but if you fly before 6 p.m., you can save 5 bucks. Saturday night, it's bumping. Lots of people come to Vegas just for Saturday night, so be aware that it might get pretty crowded that night. So obviously, there are lots of casinos in Vegas, so that means lots of gambling. But if you are balling on a budget, it would be much nicer to put your 60 bucks towards dinner or something useful than just sitting there, watch it go straight in the slot machine, and never come back out. So be careful. Some people get in serious trouble with gambling, and then it isn't so fun. What I did was I set a limit for myself. I would walk into the casino and say, this $20 is all I'm going to spend at this casino. And I would make myself stick to it because since there are so many casinos, I wanted to be able to gamble a little at each of them versus a lot at just one. It's all about the experience in Vegas, and I wanted to ensure that I could experience it all. I also set an overall limit of how much I could spend on gambling. There's a lot to do and check out in Vegas, and I didn't want to waste it all at the casino. There's awesome shopping, but many of the stores are name brand or designer, so you may find something you like, but not for the price. Fashion Show Mall was a neat multi-level mall with lots and lots of stores. They had some stores that weren't badly priced. There are a couple H&Ms around the Strip that were cool, and so were their price tags. On Fremont Street, they had some souvenir shops with shot glasses, shirts, etc. for way cheaper than I found on the Strip. 
I would recommend getting souvenirs for all your friends and family, or even yourself, there. If you wanted to find some peace and quiet for a bit while you are out there, then you should check out Red Rock Canyon National Conservation Area. It's only about 22 minutes off the strip. They have hikes and trails for you to visit. You can also do their scenic drive. So, overall, Vegas is a blast. And if you have the chance to go, then you should. Try to follow some of my tips to save money. I think that when I went, I spent about $500. This has been my most expensive trip yet, but I was also there for five days, so that played a factor in the price. And I had to fly, which was more expensive than driving. Also, just a disclaimer for this podcast. I give many options of different things to do. Most of them will be budget-friendly, but this is your vacation, so make it how you want. If you have extra cash that you want to spend, go for it. Or if you are saving up your change just to go on vacation, good for you. It's time to treat yourself. So it's up to you as to how expensive your trip is going to actually be. Make sure to check out my Twitter at Let's Vacay Podcast for fun pics from my trip. Also, feel free to tweet at me. If you have any questions or comments from today's episode or any of my other episodes, feel free to reach out at me at Let's Take a Vacation Podcast at gmail.com. Also, make sure to subscribe to my podcast. I appreciate you all for listening. I'll see you back here in two weeks for our next episode. Thanks for traveling with me.